1: Well, the FIFA Women's World Cup, and I've been thinking, I don't know how to feel about, I don't know how to feel about the football ferns, but then again, I do. Like incredibly proud of what they did. For me, they were performed way better, way more complete. And when you consider the turgid times they've been through for the last two years, they went that massive period of games um, with coaching ructions, player defections, couldn't score a goal and I just feel like the last three games they've represented us with pride, so many opportunities last night that they didn't cash in on our international woman of mystery, God knows where in the world she is at the moment, our our correspondent for FIFA Women's World Cup, Casey Berry joins us. Casey, where are you?
0: Steffi, I'm down in Wellington. I'm actually hiding away in like an elevator shaft right now trying to find some silence.
1: (laughs) Well, you found it. You're coming through loud and clear. You experienced um, the match last night, I think. Were you there in person last night?
0: No, no. Last night was in Dunedin and we were um, just holed up at a bar with um, half of the country rooting on the (laughs) phone.
1: What a game. Um, like it, it was so frustrating and so rewarding and I can't remember a sporting contest involving New Zealand that I felt that because they had the winning of that game last night.
0: Yeah, they definitely did. Um, it's crazy to think that one goal was the difference between them not advancing at all or them finishing at the top of the group. Um, and yeah, I mean Swiss came into the match happy with the draw. They didn't need to push and go forward and Obviously, the Ferns did and, uh, yeah, the Swiss executed their game plan and, yeah, the Ferns were unlucky.
1: Shining lights out of last night. I thought CJ Bot was just incredible last night.
0: Yeah, CJ was amazing. Um, Katie Bowen played well. Um, I thought she, yeah, absolutely commanded that back line. Um, look, it, it was a, f- a full team effort. Jackie Hand, she's been unlucky this tournament to hit the woodwork twice. Um, it's probably hard to do that and score. So, yeah, just... Just unlucky um, to not get uh, a goal out of last night.
1: And while the World Cup hasn't finished, what what's crystal ball gazing? What's the ideal outcome now for New Zealand women's football and these ferns? I, I don't know about retirements or who's going to hang it up now or what. Can you encompass what what you feel like the next couple of years will look like for the football ferns?
0: Yeah, it's hard because obviously a lot to be proud of, but I think outside of that pride conversation, there's also a conversation of like, disappointment because they've shown that they can compete with the Norways and the, the Switzerland of the world. Um, so you almost feel like a little bit was left on the table. Um, but look, I mean, some of these girls will be heading back to their, their club teams um, overseas back in the U.S. or over in Europe. Um, some will be hoping that maybe they've been seen during this tournament and you know getting a contract to a bigger club after this but um, yeah I mean I think the future is definitely bright I think winning that first match against Norway was was massive for the country um, just to get behind the girls in the tournament and you know a lot of young young kids who hopefully have been watching along and um, yeah just inspired to go and you know hop into those development pathways and hopefully yeah it's the only good things to come from here.
1: And surely um, the performance in those three games, and as you say, a couple of the European powerhouses that we've performed so well against, makes the football ferns a better or easier proposition to find some meaningful international competition?
0: Yeah, you'd think so. Um, definitely. I think it's, it's massive to, during those international breaks in the FIFA windows, to play those bigger named um, countries who are ranked higher than them to challenge them and to not only give them the confidence that yes, they can compete, but just um, yes, that way when they step into these big moments, they're ready. And I think they were. I mean, they were ready for the moment, Just unfortunately, uh, yeah, it didn't um, all fall to them um, how we hoped. But, yeah.
1: Football Ferns coach, secure?
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um I, i'm not sure i think her contract's through like 2027 20, at the moment but um the olympics right around the corner i i don't know if they want to shake things up too much and like i say from from a lot of people this was definitely a success um but like i say, i think there was more to get out of that team um so i don't know Steph. uh it, it's always interesting to see how that all works out um definitely some good things but some question marks as well i'd say for some personnel decisions and
1: uh, the Aussies go into the next game with pretty much the same or similar proposition to what the football ferns did. The pressure at home, um, a draw might do them, but probably they need a win.
0: Yeah, I know. It's, I'm nervous for them already. Actually, in the tournament, like just as much, as the tournament would have wanted the football ferns to to win last night. We need Australia too, just to, to keep a host nation in. And it's just more fun when you have you know that home crowd who can follow the team through and. Um, look, I think the Aussies are, are a great team. I, before we started, i said that, you know, I was hoping for a U.S.-Aussie final. Um, obviously, questions around Sam Kerr, but um, I, I do think they'll. They'll pull
1: it off tonight. I just want to read you a text that I've been saving this till we talked to you. I sent it in an hour ago. It's from a guy called Mark. And he said, hi, Staffy. I took my eight-year-old son to Sweden versus Italy for his first stadium experience. His eyes were as wide as saucers, and he couldn't take his eyes off the game. I bought him a Sweden hat and scarf, and he wore it with such pride and cheered them on with all his heart. It truly was a special moment for both of us. I think there's a lot of experiences around New Zealand with kids like that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Boys and girls aside, um, I was at that match too, and it was uh, Sweden had some unbelievable goals, and the um, Wellington crowd was amazing. And yeah, I think it's just so special to like, it not, doesn't even have to be your home country. You just go out and see these matches and be inspired by these women who, yeah, just unbelievable at what they do. And um, yeah, it is a spectacle. And you, you know, you have people in the blue and the yellow, and then you had your Italians who were so passionate in the crowd. And um, yeah, it's just something to, to get a part of, whether you're rooting for your home nation or not.
1: Um, And just another game I wanted to mention to you, Colombia beating Germany 2-1 with, oh, just, I don't know if it's going to be individual goal of the tournament. I don't know whether you saw it, but, wow, there's always always some cool stories. Colombia looked like they could be one of them.
0: Oh, absolutely, that game, um, yeah, I was easy to stay awake past the night for that one. Um, yeah, Linda Casado, to me, it is the goal of the tournament. She's only 18 years old. I think 50, at 15 was overcoming ovarian cancer, so she has quite the story. Um, yeah, that Colombian team had a gutsy, gutsy performance. I was a bit nervous when Germany got that penalty late that they were maybe going to be able to pull off the, the comeback victory, but um, yeah, it was the Colombian two surprises in the end, and uh, it was unbelievable, and just like a a sneak peek of, you know, what is to come in these knockout rounds and, yeah, just how great this tournament is. Uh, we went from, like, heartbreak watching the Ferns, you know, two hours before, and then we're just absolutely elated for the Colombians. So, yeah, it's a roller coaster ride, but it's, yeah, it's awesome.
1: Four games today, four games tomorrow. Portugal are taking on the USA tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Um, USA probably, I don't know whether they have been keeping holding cards close to their chest. We haven't seen the best of them yet.
0: No, we haven't. Um, similar to in 2015, the group round stages weren't super convincing, um, but they just did enough to get by and then kind of peaked at the right time. And sometimes that's what the tournament is about, is not peaking too soon. Um, yeah, look, I mean, the Vietnam 3-0, 1-1 against the Netherlands would have obviously preferred uh, a victory there. But I think, I think they'll get the win over Portugal, probably come out of the group on top. Uh, it depends on how badly. Uh, the Netherlands beat Vietnam. But, um, yeah, some questions being asked on Vlako, the head coach. Just, I mean, they have arguably the deepest bench, and he only used one sub against the Netherlands. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I still think they have um, a lot to show that you haven't seen yet.
1: Who's the dark Who who's, who's the best equipped? I mean, we're, we're all talking USA, Spain, England, Germany, even though they had that little, little hiccup. Who outside those could make a real good run?
0: I think Japan, Japan's Spain is tonight, um, which I'll see in Wellington, which both those teams are already through It's just to get, uh, determines who tops the group. Um, but I've been super pleased with how they're playing, but like I say, I wouldn't look past a, a Columbia a Jamaica who's currently sitting at the top of a group with France and Brazil in it. Um, you know, everybody loves an underdog story and I think we will get, uh, we'll see a couple of kind of giants fall way before we, we think they will. But, um, Japan kind of sits in the middle there, and I've been extremely impressed with what we've seen so far. So, yeah, maybe look to them to make a, a deeper run than many expect.
1: Awesome, Casey. Um, great to have you on the show. We'll see you back in the office whenever you can find time to, to rejoin us.
0: <laughs> I'll be with you tomorrow, Staff.
1: <laughs> okay, great. Fantastic. Thanks, Casey. <laughs>
0: have a good one.
1: See you, mate. Uh, Casey there, just all over the place, absolutely frothing. And I, and I have loved it. Japan 450. Is that today? It is today. Japan four fifty. Spain, where's it gone? It's just left my. Uh, I think Spain were under two dollars. That's handy. That's handy. Um, and she mentioned Jamaica. They're paying five hundred to win the whole thing. Can't see that happening. But Japan paying twenty to win the whole thing. Anyway, we'll take a break for news, sport, and weather. We'll come back. I've got text messages. I've got Pami to talk about. I've got a lot, lot to go on.